You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. This is John Bush, and I am your host today, and today we're going to be talking about sovereign lifestyle design, living your best life, living in a way that lines up with your purpose, with your goals, with your why, as I like to call it. We're going to talk about tips, tactics, and strategies that you can use in order to improve your life. And, you know, lifestyle design is all about designing things and playing an active role in how your life unfolds, not just being a passive participant with a victim mentality, feeling like things are constantly happening to them, rather taking control and being proactive about your life circumstances, about the relationships you have with other human beings, whether it's your children, your significant other, your family, your ex-wife, playing an active role in your finances, finding and manifesting abundance in your life, and then taking that magic that you're creating and, and having it radiate outwards to your community, your tribe, and your society. And so we want to take a step further, not just on self-improvement, but active steps we can take to build our ideal society to build our ideal form of social organization. We're going to thank big. Big thank is one of the big topics today. So I want to thank the live audience. We do the show live. Um, you can comment. We're going to be going to your comments, and it's going to be a participatory show. I also want to thank folks that are listening to the podcast. You can check out the podcast over at livefreenow.show, livefreenow.show. I invite you to subscribe To the podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher. Also sign up with your email for our email newsletter if you haven't already. And I also want to encourage you to check out this alternative social media tab we have in the menu here where you can join the Telegram group or the Telegram channel. You can also follow me on Odyssey, Library, and BitChute. And of course, the projects that I often talk about on this program, Freedom Cells, The Greater Reset, Kratom, Cryptocurrency Consulting. You can find all that stuff there and more. And then I want to shout out our sponsor real quick, MyBraveBotanicals.com, MyBraveBotanicals.com, where you can get these amazing Delta 8, 25 milligram blueberry gummies, Delta 8 THC. It's very similar to Delta 9 THC, although it's molecularly structured a bit differently. Uh, It feels good. You feel a little bit euphoric and wonderful. It's not as strong as Delta 9 and it's not illegal like other uh, states have Delta 9 illegal. So Super duper good stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, that's mybraybotanicals.com. You can go CBD, THC, and check out our full Delta 8 line. I'm going to talk about my business. That's my business, mybraybotanicals.com, because I've I've been able to, with massive action, really uh, finally step into manifesting abundance after a lot of years of struggle and a lot of years of massive action, but my mind wasn't in the right place. I wasn't in the right place. We're going to talk about how that all can line up. And I did come up with six steps you can take, six steps that we can take in order to make all of this good stuff happen. So again, I want to recount some some life steps. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Also shout out to the DLive audience. We got several people watching over there on an alternative channel there. Also shout out to the folks at Float. 
Okay, so when I talk about lifestyle design, you know, the first time I actually heard about lifestyle design was from my buddy Seth Seth Blaustein. He was actually the producer and director of this reality show that we did a while back called Sovereign Living. It's all about a sovereign lifestyle. And he really tuned me into this lifestyle design concept. And come to find out there's all sorts of self-improvement gurus that are tapped into this same concept as well. And really it means actively and consciously designing your ideal life. Far too often and far too many people have a tendency to exist in a reactionary paradigm where they're playing out a programming of sorts, a program that's been imparted upon them by their parents, by public education, for example, or even private education or homeschooling in in some regards, uh, by their significant other, by societal pressure, right? Um, There's this great book, The Four Agreements, and he talks about having these agreements that are kind of imprinted upon you. And so it, it seems that most folks, especially the masses, they just go about their life lacking consciousness of the choices that they make and how those choices impact their life and their future. And they're just going along to get along, um, going to work, right? You go to, you get a good education, make good grades so you can get into a good college. You get into a good college so you can get a good career. You can get married. You can have children. You can have a cookie cutter home, pay your taxes. You're a good citizen, a good American, right? That's this program that's being imprinted upon us. We covered, you know, I was inspired to do this show also, this topic, because on the Unloose the Goose yesterday, you can find it at unloosethegoose.com. I'll link it there in the podcast show notes. Maybe I'll go ahead and link it there in the comments as well. We talked about the, the topic was opting out of the new normal. And we kind of got into life design. Uh, Jack Spierko talks a lot about lifestyle design as well. He actually brought up the term. He was going to call it the Life Design Podcast, but he thought Survival Podcast was a bit sexier back then. I guess he he did good on that because he gets like 250,000 listeners per episode. But, you know, it's it's super duper important. And I want to encourage people and remind people that you have the power to be the architect of your own life. You just have to realize that and essentially step into your badassery, so to speak. Understand that the world and the universe is your playground. And if you take active steps and you believe in yourself, belief is absolutely critical. And we have power and sovereignty over what we choose to believe, then you really can build a life of your dreams. You know, I've been watching a lot of Elon Musk videos, right? I know a lot of people in our our community and the greater reset community aren't fans of Elon. He has a lot of uh, technocratic qualities, maybe not technocracy so much, but more like transhumanism with the Neuralink and all that stuff. But I think there's still a lot that we can learn from the guy. He is someone that grew up with a pretty miserable life with an abusive uh, father and a pretty rough childhood in South Africa. Uh, But he didn't let that bring him down. In fact, he leveraged that difficulty, that adversity, in order to empower him to be hardworking and to be a manifester. And this guy, he's the richest person on earth. And it's not just that he's motivated for profit. He's like, you know what? I'm going to use my skills and my intellect and intelligence and my drive to put 
human beings on Mars. Like this guy has such big think. He's literally shaping the universe, right? It was Steve Jobs that said he wanted to ping the earth. Uh, and that's what he did. Those were his goals, right? We're going to talk about goals here in a second. So again, to recap, whatever it is, whether it's relationships in your life, lack of money, big goals with a business, uh, wanting to get a home, we can do all those things. Another reason why I wanted to do this podcast was, it, it, chances are, if you're in the South or if you're in Texas especially, there is a huge snowstorm and ice storm underway. And my girlfriend and I have had plans now for a while to acquire some property and to do the homesteading thing and also to do an intentional community. And we're, our goal is to do that this year. But having this big snowstorm come through and there's rolling blackouts that turned into straight up blackouts and there's water boil notices we're under right now. And it just really exposes the vulnerability that a lot of people have. So it has ignited uh, and added more fuel to the fire to get this property so we can be in control of our lives. Right. So part of my lifestyle design is to have a homestead to not be subjected to the vulnerabilities that come along with centralized institutions like a centralized grid or Austin water utility, right? Now we fared relatively well compared to most people. We never had the, the electricity go out, except when I put two space heaters on the same circuit and blew the circuit, but we just flipped the, the circuit on the circuit breaker box again, and that was okay. A lot of people have been out of power for, for days on end, starting to come back. We started prepping more. And when we go to the grocery stores, again, this is all lifestyle design. When we go to the grocery store, we consciously choose to add on more to the bill and to get some storable foods and some non-perishable foods. So while the grocery stores were shut down or open with long lines, you got to wait over an hour in the freezing cold, we had enough food to weather the storm. We have enough water. We have water backup to weather the storm. We have water filtration systems, right? So we're in pretty good shape here. But at the same time, had the electricity gone out, had the heater gone out, we would have been in bad shape. So I'm consciously choosing to design my life around being able to live off grid, right? It's a big ambitious goal. Acquire a piece of property in one of the surrounding counties to Travis County. This is going to be a significant investment. There's going to be a significant deposit. There's going to be a significant amount of work to do that. But because I've aligned myself with my purpose because I've managed to manifest abundance and build an entrepreneurial endeavor that fits my life. That's one of the things I want to talk about. I built the business around my life, around my children, around the schedule that I had. And it's been a means to the end of generating revenue and also doing good, fulfilling work, selling Kratom, CBD, Delta 8, helping people get off pharmaceuticals. So everyone can do this, right? And we're going to talk a lot about wealth and abundance because that's one of the things that people are like, well, that sounds like a great idea to go buy a piece of property and get off the grid and have solar energy and all that stuff. But it's, that's a lot of money. And I've just been in a place of poverty for the past few years, struggling to get by paycheck to paycheck, right? And so it doesn't have to be that way. All right. So we're going to go through some of these steps that you can take in order to design your ideal life. So again, I want to shout out everybody that's tuning in. Feel free to comment. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you bang on that like button and subscribe to this podcast as well. And make sure you sign up for our newsletter so I can keep in contact with you because this it's probably inevitable that this YouTube channel gets the boot, especially as we get more subscribers. But subscribe anyway, because we're also on Odyssey. And again, you go to livefreenow.show, and you can follow us on the Telegram cell, and uh, you can check us out there as well. 
So uh, we're going to be going to some of your comments as well in the Live Free Now group. For everybody that's tuning in, feel free to post your comments, and we will we will go to you and answer your questions. If you're going to be commenting or asking a question in the caps, try, in the comments, try to do it all in caps if you would as well. Okay, so check it out. Here's the different steps to manifesting your ideal life. The first step is to make a decision. There is so much importance in mindset, Uh, the power of positive thinking, the law of attraction, right? Many people think that this is hocus pocus, hairy fairy kind of hippie stuff, but at the end of the day, it's the real deal. And there's even like scientific, more grounded reasoning behind all of this stuff, the energy that we put out. And then there's like a practical way to describe it as well, this manifestation concept. Perfect example, let's say that the COVID calamity struck, right? And the economy is suffering. It's always important to point out that the economy isn't suffering because of COVID-19, whatever the heck that is, but the economy is suffering because of government response to COVID-19. There's people that lost their job. There's people that are really in some financial dire straits. And so you can choose to show up for that and be upset and depressed and just really dwell on the fact that you lost your job and have all sorts of anxiety and insecurity about that, right? So if you're focusing on the lack in your life and you're focusing on the struggle and the pain and the fear and the uncertainty and the insecurity, then it's going to put your body and your mind in a place with that same vibration, with that tension, right? It's going to make it difficult for you to go out and to improve those circumstances. Whereas if you had done some work and you're familiar with abundance and manifestation and the power of positive thinking, the law of attraction, and you're like, okay, this is a difficult situation, but I know it's these difficult situations that have made me stronger in the past. And there's always things to learn from these circumstances. And because I believe in myself and have a positive self-image, I know that this is only a temporary setback and that I'm going to be able to come out stronger, right? So then let's say you go and apply for a bunch of job interviews or whatever. If you go into the job interview with that place of fear and uncertainty, or you go in and you're like, ah, the last job interview I did two years ago, I I, I, I completely blew it and I failed so miserably. I was so awkward and uncomfortable. Oh, I'm feeling so much insecurity and anxiety about that. And then you go into the job interview. That's your mindset. You're going to manifest that. That's what's going to happen, right? Contrast that with the empowered person that goes in. And he's like, you know what? These job interviews can be difficult, but I feel confident in my ability to deliver the goods. So I'm going to go in there and I'm going to rock this guy's world. I'm going to have a smile. I'm going to have a firm handshake. Here's a pro tip as well bring a cup of coffee for yourself and bring one for the guy that you're going to interview as well. And what, right when you walk in, you could even call the secretary and be like, Hey, so what kind of coffee does the boss man drink? You know, go pick up his exact coffee, just a quick little pro tip. But if you're in a good mindset, if you feel comfortable and confident with yourself, then you're going to go in there and you're going to deliver the goods. It's all about mindset, right? Uh, this guy, Zig Ziglar, we watched a little bit of his documentary last night on Zig Ziglar. And one of his big steps for improvement is belief, belief in yourself and having a positive self-image. And at the end of the day, we may not be able to control everything that happens to us, right? Actions, life events, big changes, negative things happen to us, but we can control how we show up and we can control 
what we take from that, our takeaways from those things, right? And we do have absolute sovereignty and control over the soundtrack in our head, that internal dialogue that we have with ourselves, with our unconscious and subconscious mind, our conscious and subconscious mind, or maybe it's a monologue with ourselves. We can control that monologue. And when we tap into control over that monologue, we can feed it with all sorts of good, positive stuff. I'm sure you're aware when you're like down and out on yourself or you screw up and then you just beat yourself up. And you're just hammering it on and you're so hard on yourself. Maybe you're replaying some programming or you're replaying a soundtrack from a significant other or from one of your parents. You can you know how that brings you down. Right. And it doesn't help. It hurts in many ways. Well, the same thing's true on the flip side. Contrast that with having a positive soundtrack where you lift yourself up, you empower yourself. Well, you're not hard on yourself when you mess up. You just accept your mistakes and you ask yourself, what can I learn from this? It really makes a world of difference. And that's something that you don't have to go out and stock up. You don't have to manifest a bunch of money in order to buy a big property. It's something that you can change today, right? So I want to lay that foundation why mindset is so important. And when it comes to lifestyle design, the first thing that you need to do, get your mind right and make a decision. Make a decision that you're going to change these parts of your life and believe in yourself so much that you can do it. And that's going to dramatically increase the probability that you actually accomplish those goals. One of the guys that's been super influential, and I'm actually borrowing the make a decision thing. He talks about it when it comes to business and wealth. Is this guy, Grant Cardone, this is his book, The 10X Rule. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's all about 10X in your goals, thinking big, you know, having such a grandiose goal that it motivates you and excites you. This guy, Grant Cardone has all sorts of work and it's not just about business success or financial success. He's a father, he's a family man. It applies all the way. So that's, that's where I got to make a decision. Okay. So make a decision is the next step. Uh, maybe the decision is I want to be an entrepreneur. I know that being an entrepreneur comes with a certain level of freedom and I know that being an entrepreneur will better enable me to design the life that I want. It'll give me more time to spend with my kids. It'll give me more time for growth and abundance rather than having a fixed income, right? If you're going to be an employee and work for someone, it's always advised to have a commission-based job. Because when you have a salary, fifty-five, dollars dollars $80,000 a year, I mean, I guess if you're an exec and making hundreds of thousands or whatever, but having that fixed salary it doesn't leave room for growth. Whereas if you work on a commission base and you have a nice healthy commission with a decent base salary, ideally, then you can grow exponentially if you are able to, if, if they have the volume or the products to sell. When you're an entrepreneur, you can grow immensely. The sky is the limit. And in fact, there's been multiple occasions where I've, I've used my business in order to manifest like, okay, there's a private school I want to put my kids into. It's going to be a considerable amount more uh, money a month. Well, I have a business. Let's go throw some logs on the fire and let's get her done. And I've managed to get her done time and time again. And then just keep on stacking and stacking. It keeps accumulating. So it's a very, very beautiful thing. But let's say that your goal is to start a business. So you make a decision. I am going to become an entrepreneur. I'm deciding that right now. I'm committing it to myself. Or I am going to acquire a piece of property on the outskirts of town, and we are going to build an off-grid homestead, and we are going to bring people on to participate with us in an intentional community. 
Or like Derek and myself did, we're like, hey, man, the Great Reset's coming up. Why don't we do this alternative? And we call it the Greater Reset. And we just like inspire people and have all these great speakers. It's it's called it's all focused on inspiration and active, 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 activism and activation. We'll call it the Greater Reset. We made a decision. We're like, okay, it's going to be hard. And we're like, we're just going to do it. Let's do it. You can make a decision. Hey, my relationship with my significant other has been pretty rocky lately. We're constantly fighting. We're always at each other's throats. I don't even want to spend time with them anymore, but I know in my heart of hearts, I absolutely love and adore them. I'm going to make a decision to show up and to be a better spouse, right? To try to have compassion, to try to be more patient. All starts with making a decision. So that's what it's all about. Now, something that can help This is step two. So you make a decision. Then you align with your purpose and your why. And when you do that, it helps to empower you. It helps to empower you to be able to take the massive action, which is a step we're going to get to in a sec, the massive action that's necessary in order to make big changes in your life, right? You can be one of those people that's satisfied, you know, you're making 55,000 and then you're working to get a raise up to 60,000 or 65,000. Or, you know, you realize that you don't ever go on dates with your significant other. So you're going to add one date a month or something like that. Or you can just totally blow it out of the water like my 10x guy. Right. And you're like, you know what? Screw 55,000. I'm not going to make a goal to make 10% more money. I'm going to make a goal to make 10 times more money. Right. And you go big on all that stuff. But when you align with your purpose, it helps to give you that push right? Or rather that pull. This is something else we talked about on the Unloose the Goose episode, which I shared there in the comments. It's good to have a goal and to have a vision that pulls you towards it. You you think about it, you focus on it, you do your vision board, you write down your goals and it pulls you towards it rather than being pushed away from negative uh, circumstances or being afraid of poverty and all sorts of stuff. You get pulled towards that goal. It's a great thing. And again, what happens is align, what helps is aligning with your purpose or your why. So for a considerable amount of time with my children, I have two kids, seven and nine, one's soon to be eight. We lived in pretty serious poverty. Uh, There's an apartment that we had, the electricity got shut off several times. We were behind on rent. We were stressed. It was difficult to stock adequate amounts of food that the kiddos liked in the pantry and the fridge. Totally hard times, extremely difficult. But it was through that adversity that I felt empowered to change that and never to go back to that again. And so I remember when I started leaning heavier into my entrepreneurship, I really started focusing in on on my why and honing in on my why. And for me, one of my biggest whys, the biggest why is my children and wanting to provide them with the best life possible, wanting to provide them with crazy abundant life where we can basically do whatever the hell they want, like whatever the hell we want. One of my goals is to is to have enough wealth to buy a private jet or at least to I, I, that's my goal to buy a private jet. In the meantime, I'd be happy to lease one or to rent one or to get on one of these little share programs or whatever. But it's that why that pulls me towards my goals. And that why is giving my kids a good life, never living in poverty. And that's kind of the pu- pu- pulling away or the pushing away from the negative. Right. But you really want to focus more so on pulling towards these ideal goals. And so I aligned with that. And it really helped to drive me, right? As an entrepreneur, or even if you're an employee, like you can improve your situation. If you're an employee, one way to try to get more money from your gig is to add as much value as humanly possible, to set yourself apart from all of the other employees, to just blow the minds 
of your bosses to bring in more revenue if you can. Even if your position isn't such that you're in sales or whatever, go out and network, try to contract new gigs, try to bring in new clients for the company. And that definitely helps. But, you know, life can be hard. And when you're taking massive action consistently, you can get worn out. And in order to achieve big goals and have massive changes in your life, it takes a lot of work. And when you start feeling as though you're running on E, you can come back to that purpose and to that why, and you can use it as fuel to light that fire up again. So you align with your purpose and your why. Another one of my purposes is, is helping people to find freedom in their lives, right? That's one of the reasons why the Freedom Cell Network was started back in 2014, 2015. And so that's something that pushes me to put out content, to build websites, to put volunteer time and energy into the Freedom Cell Network to do this greater reset thing. I have a desire to see people live in a way that's in line with their values, in line with their principles. I vehemently object to the disgusting things that governments do and that people get away with because the mechanisms of accountability are out of alignment and meant to protect the status quo rather than to protect people and to protect the little guy. So I use that as fuel for my fire, for, for going above and beyond. So the next step is to align with your purpose or with your why. Um, and I think that's absolutely incredible, incredibly important. So you make a decision, you commit to it, right? You get your mind right. You align with your purpose and your why. You let that be fuel to your fire. And then you strategize and set concrete goals, okay? So the goals are absolutely critical, absolutely important because something that I realized recently, so I have a goal of bringing in X number of dollars a day with my business, which will account for X number of dollars per month, which will bring me closer to my goals and is a great step along the way towards wealth and abundance for me. And this month, it's only the 18th, so I have a lot more months to go, but I'm already above my my goal. I'm already above my goal. And if I was just doing well and I didn't have this goal that I'm just burning to, to go towards, then I'd be like, wow, I just had this huge sale. Maybe participate in it if you're a client at mybravetanicals.com this Valentine's Day. I just had this huge sale, super successful, brought in all sorts of money. And if I, if I didn't have this goal burning in my heart, then I'd just be like, oh, that's great. I can let off a little. I just put in so much work getting that sale together. And now we're gonna have to get those orders out and follow up with customer service issues. Whew, that was that was tough, but now I'm gonna take a rest, right? But no, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm above my goal right now. But I know once I when I do big giant sales, then the sales after that, because everyone ordered, they kind of slow down a little bit. So what can I do? What partnerships can I launch? What podcasts can I do? What interviews can I do? Maybe I'll launch a new product. Maybe I'll start doing some more emails this week. What can I do to keep that going? So when you set a goal, it gives you something to hold yourself accountable to, right? When you're a solo guy, when you're an entrepreneur, you don't have a boss to hold you accountable. When you're working on some of these goals, we'll see that it's not ideal to go solo. But when you're working on some of these goals and you don't have anyone else, working with you, which is an ideal, then the goals can be a mechanism of accountability. So without that big goal, that big daily goal, 
I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to rest on my laurels and chill. But I have that big goal. So that goal is fueling my fire and keeping me going. It's the purpose. It's the goal, right? And it's not just setting goals, but think strategically with these goals, right? Take steps with these goals. Strategize. Tactics and strategies and goals. There's this great uh, strategic planning strategy that I learned from the mother of my kiddos. And it's forming a strategic plan that has this hierarchy of sorts. So you come up with a vision and a mission and you align yourself. The vision is kind of like your ideal where you're going. The mission is kind of how you get there, like the action by doing this, that, and the other. We're going to do this and that, and that'll help us to fulfill our vision. And then there's a hierarchy of goals, objectives, and action items. So you have multiple different goals, right? Like one of my goals is to make X amount of dollars a day, right? And so an objective beneath that, and I can even have a smaller, a sub-strategic plan for the rest of this month to, to reach my goal. So it's like, okay, goal, X amount of dollars a day. Objective, launch new product. Action item, determine product to launch, test market, create new label, package product, send email, text announcement, right? And then another objective, do three interviews with popular podcasts. Okay, action item. Make a list of the interviews, contact them, send them the scheduler, execute interview, market and promote interview, right? And the idea is once you fulfill, once you complete the action items, then you fulfill, you've completed the objective. Once you complete all the objectives, then you've accomplished your goal. Once you've accomplished all your goals, then you've fulfilled your mission. So that's just something you got to write this stuff down. I don't do this every day, but I ought to. My buddy Grant Cardone talks about writing your goals down every morning. And I remember, and you know, it's that accountability. So one thing we talked about with the greater reset was inconsistency, right? So when you, when you come up with, you make a decision on what you want your life to be like, and then you take actions that aren't in line with that vision for your life, there's that sense of inconsistency that you can feel, right? So one of my goals, I used to write them down in the morning was I, I, in, in this guy, Grant Cardone encourages you to write them down as though you do them, not like I will, or I hope to accomplish, but like mine was, I exercise every day. And so I would write that down and then the end of the day would come about and I hadn't an exercised and then have that little yucky, inconsistent feeling, right? So I haven't started that daily exercise habit. I've done that for periods, but I've really fallen off and my, my lady's pulling me to do, to do it. So but the point is when you write your goals down and you write them down consistently, consistently, when you're engaging in actions that aren't in alignment with those goals, then you can feel it and sense it if you're just conscious and you're constantly thinking about those goals. Like, okay, my goal is to lose 15 pounds and to gain some muscle mass or something. And then you're sitting in the drive through line of a fast food restaurant and you're like, oh, shit, this isn't in alignment with my goals, right? Or if your goal as a parent is to be more peaceful with your children and try to talk through things rather than raising your voice or threatening them or coercing them or, God forbid, spanking them. And you find yourself raising your voice, but you've been thinking about that goal. You wrote it down this morning. You were thinking about it at lunchtime. And then you raise your voice. And if you could be conscious and proactive, you can catch yourself and be like, oh, whew, let me take some deep breaths. This isn't how I want to show up in the world. I'm not, uh, I, I'm not aligning with my, my best self, okay? There's this great thing, um, the seven habits of highly effective people. Uh, the first one is to be proactive. And in this book, Stephen Covey talks about the special space between stimulus 
and response. In between stimulus and response lies this area where we have the choice and the freedom to show up as we want. And we got to practice mindfulness to really be able to tap into this. But a lot of people, like I started off the podcast, you know, a lot of people are just carrying out a program. So the stimulus happens and they have an automatic response. It doesn't have to be that way, especially if you can practice mindfulness and be conscious and present in the moment when the stimulus happens. You can be in tune with your emotions, like the stimulus your kids are freaking out or saying something to their sibling or whatever, and normally you just freak out and lose your shit. But if you're conscious and mindful, then when those emotions of anger or frustration start to arise in your body, you can feel them, you can sense them, and then you can interrupt that pattern and you can show up in a different way, right? You got to be proactive. All right, so we've talked about making a decision, aligning with your purpose and your why, strategizing and setting concrete goals. The goals are absolutely incredible and set big goals. Like my buddy Grant Cardone talks about, like I have a goal of being a billionaire, right? There's a lot of people that are like have a negative mindset around money and view wealth and stuff. And they're like, Oh, you could never use that much money. When in reality, most billionaires have like shares of a company. They don't just have like a Scrooge McDuck gold reserve that they jump do dives into. But either way, I do have a goal of being a billionaire. And I've noticed how folks that have amassed insane amounts of wealth have been able to really accomplish some big, 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 huge things. And that's what I'm all about. Big think. And it's thinking about the cool thing about a 10x kind of goal, right? Like maybe the goal is just 100 million. No, screw it. Let's 10x that and make it a billion. If you come up short, like, let's say, okay, I only ended up reaching 10% of that goal. Well, you we still amass $100 million in wealth, right? But when you think big with your goals, then it helps you to think about what needs to take place, what pieces need to be in place in order to reach that goal, okay? So one of the things that we're talking about is starting a freaking permaculture bank because we're discovering and we're already aware that it's difficult to get financing for off-grid eco home type projects, right? Traditional banks don't want to finance that stuff. So you could bring together wealthy people, cryptocurrency, all sorts of stuff. You can finance these types of projects for people making this more accessible. That's the kind of thing if it takes on and becomes a big thing and it's global even, that that could reach a billion dollars. Then you take most of that wealth and you put it into nonprofits or you put it into volunteer activities and you help to change the world, right? So that's a big thing. Another thing is like, okay, let's think about, I have this goal and it's X amount of dollars per day and I'm already there right now. I still have to finish the month, but I feel confident I'm going to finish the month strong and achieve that goal. But that's just the starter goal. That's the stepping stone goal. The next goal is to 10X from there. But then you got to think about, okay, wow, 10X from there. That's that's going to be pretty big. That's going to be X number of orders. That's going to be X number, X uh, volume of weight of Kratom that I got to ship. That means that I got to buy this amount of Kratom each time, right? So when you set your goals so high, then you have to start thinking about what does it actually look like to accomplish those goals? I have one person working with me right now. In order to actually push that kind of volume, that kind of revenue, I'm going to need to hire another two or three people. Okay, well, let's start putting those things into position. Okay, my current office, I deliberately got an office that I could grow into, right? There's like four rooms in the office. One, two, three, there's like five rooms in the office. And it, I got that office so I could grow into it. I'm already growing into it. Right. But it's like, okay, 10 X, would I be able to do 10 X of my, my first goal 
with that space? Or do I need to start thinking about maybe in the next year or two, I need to start thinking about bigger office space, or maybe I'll combine my goals and really focus on lifestyle design and the property that we get. Let's see if there's some office space or a warehouse that can be retrofitted to become an office or we can build uh, an eco office and shipping containers or something like that. Right. They all align with one another. And, you know, a cool thing about life design too. this, uh, that same thing, Grant Cardone, back to Grant Cardone, but old Jack Spearco, the survival podcast talks about this a lot as well is, you know, when a lot of people in their job and their career and their business, they have their business and it's the big rock and everything else is forced to fit around that. Meaning the, the, owner of the business is slaving away and then he comes home and whatever little time is left, he spends with his kids, but he's exhausted and stressed out, right? When you get conscious about your lifestyle design, then you can make it to where the business or your career or job is a means to an end of the ideal life, which includes quality time with your family constantly and consistently, right? You fit everything in to what you want for your life, for your family. You don't try to fit your family and your life into the little empty spaces between your job try to fit your job and your career or your business into how everything else works and manifests, right? And you can do that with the property you want to live in, the community you want to roll with, all that, all that good stuff. All right, the next step is to take massive action. So a lot of people, when it comes to law of attraction, they just stop at the mindset element, but you can't have the mindset element without the massive action. It just doesn't work. You can, I mean, you can try to meditate till you're blue in the face on abundance, but if you're not going to get out there and grind, right, and put what do they call that elbow grease into it, then you're not going to be able to accomplish those goals. And like I said earlier, it's whenever you can align with your purpose and your why that that will help you in order to achieve those goals and to just kick some serious butt. So taking massive action. That means sending more emails per week. That means if you're trying to get a job, you're not just going to do a phone call or do the internet application. You're going to show up. And if you show up and the decision maker's not there, you're going to show up the next day. And if you show up and the decision maker's not there, you're going to show up with the coffee for the gatekeeper, right? You're just going to keep going. You're going to keep pushing. You're going to follow up with unsold prospects. You are going to not just plan the amusement park trip once a quarter with the family. You're going to start taking your kids to the park. You're going to start waking the kids up early and spending some quality time with them, right? You're going to take massive action. You're not just going to take the significant other on a date Every once in a while, you're going to romance, wine and dine, get the candlelit dinner. I'm thinking of some ideas here because my lady's in the room listening. She's probably like, he ain't cooking me no candlelight dinner shit. (laughs) So take massive action and just keep on going. Just keep pushing, keep pushing, push through resistance and just go, 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 go. Now, earlier I mentioned it's very difficult to do this alone. You got to build a team. You got to have a tribe to accomplish your goals. And that's something that's been illuminated with all the crazy stuff going on. Like I'm, I'm feeling like, like I can't, it's hard to help because the roads are so jacked up, but maybe if we had a four by four truck, we could go out there and help some of the mutual aid efforts and all that stuff here in central Texas, but it really takes a team and a tribe. And I like to apply this stuff, not just to self-improvement or to wealth and abundance. There's a lot of self-improvement folks and they just stop there. But take a step further to building our ideal society, not just your ideal life, your ideal household, right, your ideal homestead, but our ideal society, taking it a step further and really focusing in on, okay, the way things are going right now with this centralized, top-down, hierarchical, hellish institution known as government and all these revolving door relationships with 
with politicians and regulators and big corporations, this isn't serving anyone. In fact, this is really holding humanity back from thriving. It is really problematic. And so I would encourage you guys to think big, not just about your own life, but about what's possible for society. And if the mainstream society or the masses don't want to go along, then that's okay. They can do their own thing. They can take their experimental vaccine. They can go to the breadline. They can get their COVID immunity passport, whatever. They can stay tuned in to the news and focus all of their energy on division and hating the other party that's in power or whatever. We can do our own thing. We can build our own form of social organization. We can think big with that, right? We can align with our purpose. We can make a decision that we're going to participate in the creation of a brand new form of society, right? And something that you can do if you're into that is check out the Freedom Cells Network. And there's all sorts of ways, you know, when it comes to lifestyle design, a lot of stuff that we talk about is difficult to accomplish on your own. So for example, one of the big talking points and things to think about now and prepare for is the fact that the UK has talked about it. Uh, Joe Biden's COVID plan talks about it. Uh, And that's the idea of a COVID immunity passport where you have to have a green light on your digital immunity certificates demonstrating that you have immunity to COVID or that you have received the vaccine. Then you can do that for international travel. Well, in the UK, they're trying to pressure uh, the prime minister to have the same situation for entering common spaces like a grocery store, for example, right? So when it comes to lifestyle design, we can preemptively opt out of those type of programs by building resilient networks that are on the same page, that are of like mind, that won't be participating in that, right? And so one example is a localized, decentralized food production network such that when or if we are not allowed into the grocery store, we already have the network in place to where we've been getting our meat from the butcher down the street. He's part of the Freedom Cell Network. We have been trading our abundant tomatoes with the guy down here that has a great squash yield and the guy that focuses on the microgreens and the leafy greens, right? This is lifestyle design. This is designing our ideal life. And one of the things about COVID is it really, and this ice storm, it really forces, calls into question how prepared we are, how unprepared we are. And it really lights a fire under your behind to to get going. So when it comes to these big things that we want to change in our lives, it really helps to have a team. Like in my business, I have one staff person. She's doing an amazing job. She's working really hard uh, and she's taking the initiative. Amazing, amazing work she's doing. And at at the end of the day, as I continue to grow, I need to expand my team. I can't do it alone. Me and her can't do it all, right? There's other talents that I want to leverage that she has besides all the packaging and shipping and so so on and so forth. So you got to grow your team. When it comes to the family unit too, if you have these lofty goals, ambitious goals, you got to get your family on the same page. There's been things that I'm pretty sure my kids didn't understand the choices that I was making, but I made it clear to them, like, look, guys, I need you to trust your pops because I have some big vision and some big ideas in the works and a b and c are this way and i need them to be this way so i can accomplish d e and f and d e and f you're really going to appreciate and you're going to love when we buy our own property and you guys can design your own room and we can like my daughter's way into dance so we want to design a dance studio 
with the mirrors on the wall and everything. My son is so into gardening and building. So I'd love to have a workshop and a greenhouse for him to just experiment, right? That's the lifestyle design that I want to build. You got to have your people, you got to have your crew, you got to have your family on the same page, right? And when it comes to tribe, everyone's all focused on all the negativity and the division and the masses. And oh my God, I can't believe they're wearing a mask. And this person's upset with me because I didn't wear a mask, so on and so forth. Well, you can consciously design the tribe that you associate with and who you surround yourself with, right? There's that expression that you are the five people that you surround yourself with where we'll stop hanging out with the guy that's constantly drinking or the lady that's so negative and judgmental and talks behind your back. Or when you're with her, she's always complaining and putting other people down. You know, that she's probably doing it about you and you're not around. Just forget about all that nonsense and go link up and do stuff with the builders and the doers. This is another thing we talked about on the Unloose the Goose episode. Again, I shared it there in the comments. I'll put it in the show notes for the podcast. We did another episode like two weeks ago also about how to keep your groups and your networks and organizations on mission and on, on purpose. And I noticed... There's another thing back to Grant Cardone. Man, this guy's such a big influence on me. He's a total badass. But a lot of the people that complain and that sow the seeds of division and that talk smack or just like bring other people down, they're not doers. They're just talkers. And there's so many people that have so much time to complain and post and share this conspiracy and that conspiracy on social media, Facebook, Telegram, whatever. It's because they're not busy doing stuff. When you're out working on your farm or in your garden or you're putting in 10 hour days at the business or you're at the park with the kids, you don't have time to share all the BS and to engage in all the BS. And back to my buddy Grant Cardone, he says white space on the calendar is the devil. He's a former drug addict. When he was 25, he reached rock bottom, almost got killed, beat in the head with a gun from someone that came in and robbed him. He's hanging out with the wrong people. And what he did in order to quit doing drugs was just stay busy. He got so committed to his sales job selling cars that he couldn't afford to be hungover or be all jacked up on drugs. And that resonated with me a lot. Like I've never really had an alcohol or drug problem, but I would drink. And there were times when I would drink several drinks and I would feel like crap the next morning. But when I had kids and when I got an entrepreneurship, I couldn't afford to be hungover anymore. And so I designed my life in a way that I could be productive and doing stuff. And not be laying down, wasting my life away or sitting down. I mean, I like to engage in some mindless Netflix from time time or two. Although lately, like, we're like, let's sit down and watch something. It's like, you want to watch Elon Musk speeches or Grant Cardone? You know, it's like eight o'clock. Um, so, yeah, the more that you're doing, the more busy you are, the more aligned you are with your goals, the more you're taking massive action, the more you can accomplish things, right? And the more that you spend time with productive people that are doing the same thing, the less drama you find that you have in your life. So I want to invite you to join the Freedom Cell Network. We've amassed over 18,000 people, 18,072 people that are participating in the Freedom Cell Network. You can join us at freedomcells.org. We just had the site down because we were under constant DDoS attack. That's the distributed denial of service attack where they send all this traffic to your website and kill it. The site was down for a few days. Uh, I think it was probably just scammers and spammers that were doing that. I don't know. That's like a government op. But there's all sorts of cells and groups you can link up with. And these are these are our tribe, right? Now, mind you, not everybody's like super cool. I haven't met all 18,000 people. But the people that I have met, the people that we meet with, we have a meeting coming up on Saturday, assuming everything's not so frozen uh, here in Central Texas. It's some badass people, man. You can come in. You can go to this member map. 
you can put your address in or use an address down the street, the park or the coffee shop, and you can find people in your area. And chances are, you know, there's a good amount of people that are there in your area that you can link up with, especially if you live in a major city. So this is something that can help you with your lifestyle lifestyle design. This is only 25 per page. You can bump it up to 100, but there's I think there's more than 100 people in the Austin area. These are people that are actively trying to choose and create a sovereign life. Look at all these people in freaking Austin, Texas. This is incredible. There's an empty space here because it's only allowing me to show 100 because it'll crash the database if there's so much more. But uh, yeah, again, that's freedomcells.org, freedomcells.org. You can link up with other people that are consciously creating a life of their dreams and trying to create the freedom that we all deserve, right? It's all about lifestyle design. As I said in the beginning, if you're just joining us from the live audience, it's what we're we're talking about here is lifestyle design, consciously choosing and building and creating the life of your dreams, not being a victim, a victim of circumstances. Oh, woe is me. Everything's happening to me. People are out to get me. The government's out to get me. Oh, the great reset, Klaus Schwab, whatever we are going to do, everything's screwed, you know. The power grid went down. I feel I'm so angry at the government, right? Instead of being like, okay, these things are happening in life. What am I going to do about it? How am I going to choose to show up in the world so that I can avoid these things in the future? How can I design my life so it aligns with my ideal vision for myself, right? You know, sometimes in business, I think like my business is growing. I'm like, oh, wow, this is this is pretty wild. The, the, the business is really growing. I have all these clients. There's all these issues and there's all this money coming in. Like, wow, this is a big deal. I really need to like level up in order to maintain this kind of growth because as the business grows, so too do the problems and responsibilities. And I think sometimes like, okay, what would my ideal entrepreneurial self be doing? I'm, I'm, I'm checking a lot of those boxes off. Like I've really been getting into my list and my to-do list and staying conscious of that. Uh, I've been better at managing money, right? With bookkeeping and accounting, although I'm still retroactively doing the bookkeeping. I need to be doing it as I go or better yet, hire someone to do it as I go. But one of the things that I'm like, that I find that I need to do is, okay, I think that my highest self, and then you have that vision for yourself in your mind's eye, like what would that person look like? The just baller father, entrepreneur, significant other, activist. What does that person look like? What 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 is that per- what are the characteristics and the habits of that person that I don't have now? And one of them is waking up early. Wake up around 7:30 or 8, which I think is pretty good groove. But it's like waking up even earlier and exercising right away. Back to the exercise thing. It's something that's lacking. A lot of things are lining up in my life, but the exercise isn't there. Right? And so that's one of the things that I think about and I'm conscious of. And so when you f- have those thought experiments in your head what would my ideal self be doing what would their habits be what would their traits and characteristics be right or like fatherhood what's the ideal father what would my what would the ideal john the father be doing in this given moment right would he be messing around on his phone would he be focused on his work right or would he be hanging out playing a video game with the kids on the couch you know it's it's all about consciousness and choosing to show up not carrying out a program in a reactionary way but consciously showing up and building the life of your dreams. Okay, the last step, we talked about the steps. You make a decision, you align with your purpose and your why. That gives you the fuel to take massive action. You strategize and set concrete goals. Don't just go floating around and things are just going to happen. Everything's going to be okay. I'm just going to go for it. Make a timeline, make a roadmap, create a strategic plan and come up with strategies that increase the likelihood of you being able to effectively accomplish your goals, increase effectiveness, and efficiency. 
take massive action. I'm talking 10 hour work days, more time. Who says that Saturday and Sunday, you don't work on your goals, right? Maybe Saturday. Okay. I'm trying to get ahead. The competition's stiff. I got all these clients. There's so many leads that I could be contacting. You know what? I'm going to start working on Thursday. And I mean, on Saturday and Sunday, screw it. Let's go. Because I have that ideal vision because I want to get that new house because I want to take my family on that trip because I want to invest in food storage or in a space heater or a diesel generator because I know that we're vulnerable and we're not prepared like we should, but the income just isn't there. All right, I'm taking on that massive action. I'm working on Saturday now, right? Don't go it alone. Build a team, find your tribe. And the final thing is to analyze and improve. It's kind of hit on this earlier, but look back at your goals. There's this thing in business. If you don't measure it, you can't manage it. So keep track of statistics, keep track of percentages, keep track of growth, keep track of what works. Think about the open rate. Think about one thing that really uh, I thought was so sweet with my mom. When I was an adult, she told me, she showed me this little notebook that she had with the food that she would cook us and the recipes. And she would have these little stars next to it if the family liked it. I thought that was so sweet and and caring of her. And so that's her like, okay, she's her, her aim at that time, right? She was running the household, which is an absolutely incredible, you know, society often frowns upon that, but running a household or taking care of the kids while the other spouse is out working. Like it's in many ways, it's more challenging than going out to the work to in the workforce. But she was like, her goal was to uh, provide sustenance for the kids make sure they're happy and clothed and healthy. And so she would go back and analyze, okay, they didn't really like that meal much. Maybe I'll lean away from that. I don't know why that came to mind, but when it comes to business, when it comes to your goals, when it comes to uh, you're planting, right? In your garden. Okay. Those crops ended up not really working out so well with this climate. So I know that we can't go through a freeze or even close to freeze. Those are going to die. So maybe we're going to plant this, that, or the other. And you go back and you improve upon those areas. And these are the things that we can do in order to create a life of our dreams. All right. I'm going to go through some of these comments here. Again, you're listening to the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live free, prosperous, and healthy life. We like to focus a lot on tips and strategies and solutions. We don't waste time, in my opinion, on the problem or the theories or the conspiracies. Like in our, a lot of our Telegram groups, everyone's posting this stupid image of Bill Gates acquired Telegram for $600 million. And then everyone like starts talking about it. Did he? I don't know. Really? You think so? Uh, I just delete that stuff in our Freedom Cell groups because we have a group purpose. The purpose is to organize Freedom Cells and focus on solutions, not to speculate about this, that, and the other. It's obvious fake news. I, don't, I mean, you just... Look at it and you could Bill Gates acquire Telegram 600 million. No, this is fake news, clickbaity, whatever. There's not, it's just a picture. There's not even an article or anything about it. And then we're going through the snowstorm and people are like, this is, this is what Joe Biden was talking about with dark winter. And they're using harp to punish Texas because Texas passed a bill where they're going to do a referendum to see about seceding, right? doesn't even mean that Texas is going to secede. There's going to have people vote on whether or not there's a political will to secede. It's not anything legal or anything formal, but everyone's like sharing that in our freedom cell group. And then a conversation starts. Oh yeah. Harp. I think it was because of this. No, I think actually it's part of the great reset. Alex Jones is like, it's the great reset and UN backed shutdown of Texas. Right. And it's like, you know what? At the end of the day, we all know that there is a conspiracy to create a totalitarian global government, right? We know about the great reset, but we're studying that stuff in order to figure out 
what we can do to insulate ourselves. And at the end of the day, whether it's this nuance or that nuance or cloud seeding or harp, or it's just a natural sun cycle, or it's like Christian Westbrook says, it's a grand solar minimum that we're entering. We're going to be in for some really cold times, just like we've experienced in the past. At the end of the day, it's like, what are we going to do about the fact that so many people were unprepared? And that's the question we should be asking, not how did this happen? It was Joe Biden. It was the harp machines. Yada, yada, yada. You got to just cut out the noise. The signal to noise ratio can be high, but we try to keep things focused in those groups. All right. Thank you again for tuning in. If you're watching us on YouTube, I've strongly subscribed, uh, encourage you to check the like box. Like, 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 and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check us out. All right. Let's go to some your comments. Jake Terry Robinson. I met this guy over at Spearco's thing. When you get to the part where you talked about building a tribe, I'm a member of the Freedom Cells, and I've already notified several people I'd like for them to be in mutual assistance group. What is the best way to launch in it, as in what do you do at the first meeting? Are there some best practices? Also, can you point me to any videos or resources that talk about organism organizing? I had a hard time viewing videos last time I went on the site. My connection is sketchy. Uh, yeah, Jake, if you go if you go to livefreenow.show, I did a video recently, and kudos to you for being a part of the Freedom Cell Network and being active and wanting to organize. And there's a lot of folks that aren't very skilled when it comes to organizing, which is a skill in itself. So a lot of things that you really need to do is just get your feet out there. Just give it a try. There are best practices, and we've shared those best practices. And I'm going to share in the link here. It should go out to the YouTube and the Facebook. I'll include this in the show notes as well. Um, but I strongly encourage you to watch this video, how to organize the Freedom Cell Network in your local area. And I talk about just that, how we host these meetings. They had like 40 people and 50 people and 60 people. We broke out in these smaller groups and you really just kind of pull, get the pulse of the group as far as what action items they find to be important. And then as a leader, you help to inspire and encourage other people to take lead on some of those little sub topics we use Telegram a whole lot, so we have our Central Texas Freedom Cell Telegram group, but then I created these subgroups for the folks. Somebody went ahead and created a ham radio group, right? And that's where all the ham radio folks go to talk about linking up and doing all that stuff. And then there's a group for food production, right? Um, on our next meeting, that's in two days on Saturday, I want to launch a couple initiatives uh, to organize like a swap meet or our own farmer's market once a month, maybe more. And so I'm going to create a group. I'm going to find some leaders that are willing to take lead on that, right? Another thing, we're going to do a business directory. So it really is just about empowering people to take lead, to to volunteer to take lead on something. And then, and then you as a leader, you check in with them, hold them accountable, set some goals, many of the same lifestyle design and stuff that we're talking about about here. So I hope I hope that helps. And let me make a note real quick so I can include that there in uh, the show notes. Okay, let's see what other questions we have. And again, thank you so much. Double Down says, what exchange do you use for crypto? I need to do some more crypto podcasts. I like KuCoin personally. KuCoin, K-U-Coin, super sweet. Don't have really KYC uh, KYC requirements. NC Mountain Mama says, I was just let go from my job, so looking for the blessing in this situation. Yeah, you got to take the bull by the horns. If you want to go work for someone else, go apply to 100 places and show up to them. Show up in person. If you're an entrepreneur, I did a podcast recently. It's on this YouTube channel uh, about entrepreneurship, how to get started, all that good stuff. But yeah, make a decision that you're going to have the best job that you can find and go, go, go out and get it. Set some goals, keep going, take massive action. 
Y2PU says, great positive combo. Thank you so much. Sundog says, are you guys planning to live in an intentional community or all separate with no neighbors? We're definitely planning to build an intentional community, an eco village. I think that one of my visions, again, lifestyle design, I'm thinking big, right? Not just like, hey, let's get together a freedom cell network so we can like defend ourselves against attack and stuff. But it's like, no, let's create a whole new way for humans to organize themselves in these decentralized small groups. And let's use the network in order to bring people together so they can go in together, acquire property, build eco homes, tiny homes, traditional homes, whatever, form intentional communities And then let's take the intentional communities in any given area and form a confederation amongst these intentional communities with trade routes established between them, with mutual defense compacts so they go to one another's aid from enemies, public and private. And essentially, we can create like a Hensiatic League around the Mediterranean Sea where these different communities all get each other's back. That's the big thing. That's the lifestyle design, not just personal lifestyle design, not just financial business lifestyle design or how you want your family to live, but how we can think bigger and how we can design our own society. The time is now. The existing hierarchical institutions are dated. They're crumbling. They're no longer serving us. Literally, the infrastructure is failing all around us in Texas. So the opportunity is now to create a better world, to build back better, as the elitists like to say, we're going to build back better instead of doing centralization, we are going to do decentralization. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Interested in hearing you discuss burnout. If you feel burnout, are you really aligned with your values? You know, first of all, I think health, having good health is a great way to avoid burnout, right? Exercising, eating well, uh, managing, mitigating, rolling with stress. Um, You know, I think you could get burned if you really like what you're doing, and if you enjoy what you're doing and you're passionate about what you're doing, right, then it really mitigates the chances of burnout. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like some people say that you should have balance between different things. As Grant Cardone's guy says, just you should you need to have your cake and eat it too. He rejects that whole expression too. It's like you just want to have your cake and eat it too. It's like what the hell else am I going to do with the cake? Sit there and look at it, take pictures of it. Of course I want to eat it too. It's a freaking cake. And so – the whole 10x thing is just like, just go, 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 go. And if you're feeling burnt out, I don't know, maybe it's a sign that you're achieving your goals. But again, I think you can really mitigate a lot of that with health, with good rest, solid rest, getting a good night's sleep, and making sure that whatever it is you're doing is aligned with your purpose and your goals. Now, some people are like, if you're going to start an entrepreneurial endeavor, make sure it's something that you're passionate about or excited about. I appreciate that. And if you can find something that you're passionate about where there's also a market demand and the ability to make money, then that's that's great. But at the end of the day, if it's not something you're passionate about, but it allows you to manifest wealth that you can then turn around and build ideal lives and stuff, then I would I would try to align yourself with that outcome. Try to focus on, okay, I'm feeling burnt out. This is This is really hard on me, but I know that these are just steps along the way to this bigger thing that I'm that I'm wanting to do that would benefit my life to the new house, to paying off my house, to getting out of debt, this, that, or the other, you focus on that and it helps give you the passion necessary to, to figure things out. All right, folks, I really appreciate you. We do not consent says there are no billionaires that haven't killed a lot of people to get there. 
Uh, I beg to differ. I mean, again, I'll go back to Elon Musk. I don't think he's killed anybody. I like. I used to bang on Jeff Bezos, but Jeff Bezos has all sorts of server farms for the Department of Defense. So I guess you could say he's helping to contribute to killing people. But I don't think Elon Musk has killed anybody. Again, he's not perfect, and he's into some transhumanism stuff with this Neuralink thing. But I don't think everyone just has such a negative view of billionaires. A lot of billionaires, well, a lot of billionaires, to tell you the truth, have exploited the system, leveraged the system, um, and have like buddy deals with big government finance and banks and stuff. But there's other folks that have just provided immense value for the world, right? And just because someone has accumulated wealth doesn't mean that they're bad intrinsically, right? Now, if you want to talk about someone like Jeff Bezos, for example, or David Rockefeller, for example, then yeah, there's a lot of specific stuff. But just to say billionaires are murderers or bad at the end of the day, um, I'm not, I'm not buying that. Eric Verk Victorious says, yeah, your next goal is getting four by truck, four by four truck for helping people. Yeah, I think a four by truck, four by four truck would be extremely valuable and uh, would definitely be good to help folks. Denise Harris says, how do we connect with local cells? You can go to freedomcells.org, freedomcells.org, join the website, put in your address or a park down the road, find cells in your area. If there's not a cell in your area, then we're relying on you to start the first cell. And if you establish that first cell, you may find that people will come out of the woodwork and want to meet up and want to do some cool stuff. There's a woman in Tulsa, Oklahoma named Lisa Bowman. She went on the Freedom Cell site and found that there was a Freedom Cell person in her neighborhood. Now he's part of her inner cadre group. I also invite you to join us on the Telegram group and the Global Freedom Cell Telegram group. There's over 1,500 people now. It's a great spot to come in and get linked up with all of the good folks. All right, everybody. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Live Free Now show bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. We've talked about all sorts of stuff. It's all about, uh, well, Injustice Hurley says, Elon Musk's biggest customer is DARPA. Debatable, he may be a front man for releasing DARPA Dark Tech. All right, everyone's beating up on me for my billionaire talk. That always happens. I assure you guys, I will be a noble billionaire. I won't get in bed with DARPA. I won't get in bed with the government. I won't take sweetheart deals. We'll make billions by providing immense value to people and helping people to live their best life, opt out, live off the grid, all that stuff. And maybe I won't be a billionaire. Maybe I'll come up short. Maybe I'll only reach 20% of my goal. I don't know. But the idea is to think big, folks, right? Like that's thinking super huge, crazy big. But like just think big in your goals. There's so much potential that we have. There's so many people that have done all sorts of cool stuff. And we can do cool stuff too. You know, there's so many self-made millionaires just to talk about money. There's so many people that have done big, cool things that live these ideal, sexy, fulfilled, abundant lives, right? And there's the family guys that they're taking the kids to the amusement park all the time. And like, we always get season passes to the water park down the road. And every opportunity we get, we're out there having fun in the sun, right? Like you can live this life. You just have to make a conscious decision that you want to and that you can. And you need to line up with your purpose and your why. That's going to give you the motivation to achieve big things, right? Then you need to strategize and set goals. Don't just go about it blind, but have a strategy, have a plan, have a path. Think in terms of quarters, have a quarterly plan, have an annual plan, have a two-year, five-year, 10-year, 20-year plan so you can vision out, right? You can adjust along the way because things are changing constantly, right? And then we're going to take massive action. 
not going to take little bits of action. We're not going to go and put in a little two hours on the side hustle we're starting. No, we're going to take absolute massive action. We're not going to go on the occasional date. We're not just going to take the kids to the water park and then that's it for the month. We're going to play with the kids daily. We're going to do quality time with everybody. We're going to take massive action on the business. We're going to work on Saturday, Sunday if we have to. We're just going to blow everyone away, blow people out of the water, dominate the competition because we're just gone into beast machine mode. And it's aligning with that purpose and checking in with the purpose when you're starting to feel burnt out, feel overwhelmed. Go back to that purpose, that why, that vision that you have, right? We're going to find our team. We're going to build a team. We're going to find our tribe. We're going to work together. We're going to multiply our effectiveness and our manifestation ability by bringing in like-minded people who are on the same page to accomplish our goals with us. And then we're going to analyze things. We're going to adjust. We're going to be conscious about how we're living our life. We're going to find out our shortcomings. We're going to graciously accept negative feedback from others so we can improve ourselves. We're not going to take it personal because we're, we are confident. We're not insecure with ourselves. And those are the six steps that I think can help you to achieve your ideal life. You achieve it internally. You achieve it within your household. And then you radiate outward and help us to build a better world. All right, this is John Bush, LiveFreeNow.show. Check us out. Don't forget our sponsors, MyBraveBotanicals.com, where you can get some Delta 8 gummies. MyBraveBotanicals.com, 25 milligram Delta 8 THC gummies, legal to ship to all states except for 11. You can see which 11 on the website. These things are they're great, super subtle, but super effective at the same time. You're going to love them, I tell you what. All right, John Bush, I'm out. Peace and freedom. Thank you so much for tuning in.